Welcome to the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, where it's all about slashing your debt, slashing your taxes, and creating a liberated lifestyle. And now, your host, who met his wife while training for the 400 meters in Seattle and is eating gluten-free while lusting after bread, Dave Denniston. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, I am delighted, I am honored to be back with you as we are getting close to wrapping up this season. Just a a couple more episodes to go in this particular season, and then we shall be shifting seasons. So I am excited to be telling you more about that, which has all kinds of of wonderful um, things coming where I'm going to be able to talk more and more about things that I am passionate about. So excited to have you on this journey with me. Well, in this episode today, I wanted to share with you a few of my top business lessons that I have learned in my entrepreneurial journey that I hope will help you as well. As you know, I have been through a lot. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last five, six, seven years, I've, I've made some big mistakes. I've had uh, low lows, but I've also had high highs. And I think there's something to learn from each one of those things. I don't know what the future holds, but I hope that um, this particular episode will encourage you in entrepreneurship. I hope that it gives you some insight into kind of what I'm thinking and, and how I go about um, my, my business decisions. And of course, this will evolve. I'm not static. I'm not staying in one place. I'll continue to pick up new lessons along the way and share with you what I can. I think um, the first business lesson that I would share is you have to really have two things cross at the same time, profit and passion. You can have a passion that may not have a profit. (laughs) If that's the case, you don't have a business, you got a hobby. If you have something with a profit, but not a passion, that is like a recipe for burnout. And so as you think about side hustles or, or having your own practice, I would really ask you, do you have passion in it? Is it something that, that you're interested in? Is it something that, that you're excited about? Does it have profit? Are you going to be able to make money from it to support your family for all the hard work you're doing? And if it is a hobby, that's cool. It's just not a business. Sometimes you can have, have, have hobbies that become businesses, but for most of us, I think that's, that's not the case. And I know for me, as I look back at some of my businesses, I found out that um, I had a passion for video games, for example, um, but I didn't have a passion for development. So as my cousin and I bought City Building Kit, 
the um, both of us were really interested in it and thought it that was pretty cool. I knew going into it that I wasn't really a developer, but um, it really became pretty obvious. Just like I really didn't want to spend time in it, and that's okay. You know, it was a lesson learned in terms of something that that um, I had some passion about, but ultimately I wasn't so super passionate about the product that I wanted to work on it a lot. I, I liked have getting the money. I like getting the profit. I like getting the sales, which we still get some today. But because we really haven't, neither of us has spent a whole lot of time developing the thing. We're not putting our own blood, sweat, and tears into it. It's really not all that great. Uh, so for me, as I look forward, some of the things that I, I have become passionate about has been on the real estate side. I, I'm interested in and I am curious about um, farmland. I'm curious about storage centers. I'm curious about, of course, more land. Um, I, I'm curious and have a passion for podcasting. And I continue to have, have a passion and a curiosity in the financial markets. So. I do have passions across a variety of things and all of them can make great money. So that that's kind of my number one business lesson. Number two, I think beyond the, the passion and the profit has to do with the amount of risk that you're taking in it. The, the, the big lesson that I learned from my 2008 acquisition, it had passion, it had profit, um, but I was over levered on it. I had too much debt. Um, we were totally dependent on that business for our income. And that didn't allow me initially to really reinvest into the business like I needed to. So that, that ended up um, on top of the financial crisis <laughs> going on at the same time. So I would pass that through as a lesson to us as well. So because there was so much leverage and uh, I was 27 years old, there was this huge amount of risk uh, associated with that transaction because man, if that fell through, my family's relying on the income, we're like screwed, you know, if, if that didn't happen. Sure, we can start again, but overall, I took on too much risk at that time. And I think that's part of what informed a lot of my decision with the land business was because I could buy properties for 2,000 bucks, 4,000 bucks, 5,000 bucks, use cash with no debt. And what's interesting is despite that, that huge debt that I took on when I was young, I'm not sure if maybe I haven't learned my, my lesson yet, but um, now that I had substantial income, I wasn't relying um, just on a land business. I have my financial planning business that helps with my, my income. I didn't need the land business. It was just a side hustle. So I've taken on small amounts of debt. With my financial planning business, when I made an acquisition, uh, probably my equity into it was 300,000 and I took on $700,000 of debt. So relatively small amount of equity, large amount of debt, and the business didn't produce um, the way that it was projected to with the financial crisis and, 
and some kind of shady things behind the scenes. And um, the land business, meanwhile, since I didn't need it, since I grew it, it could pay for itself, uh, I've been able to take on more risk and debt. But the amount of debt relative to the equity that I put into the thing is a teeny fraction. You know, my equity is like 90% and the debt's like 10. So I've really completely done a 180 on um, the amount of debt relative to the business. So some debt is certainly fine. It can be good debt, but there is a point at which you can take on too much. So that, that would be my second business lesson. So passion and profit, um, amount of risk, um, being comfortable with, and it's good to take risks. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I encourage you to do that. Um, lesson number three, Thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now, I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion. I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not appropriately registered or excluded from registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.daviddeniston.com. For me, uh, when it comes to, to running a business and uh, whatnot is 
really been investing in the people. If the land business has has taught me anything, you know, I think uh, that I can't do it myself with having my financial planning business where I'm meeting with people all the time. Uh, I'm often busy during the day. Sure, I have some flexibility to fit things in, which a lot of folks don't. Um, but I've really spent a lot of time and money investing in the staff. At this point, I think I have 10 or 11 people doing stuff for me. And not all of that is, uh, actually all of it is part-time. And probably will just be making one of those people like a full-time employee going into 2022. But um, I spend probably five hours a week, which is consisting of one hour meetings with my five domestic virtual assistants. And so I'm investing an hour of my time to check in with them, um, help them, move them along to get you know, 10, 20, 30 hours. So I'm really leveraging my time and I'm so grateful for all of the people that help. I have a really, really amazing team. So I'm sure as a physician, you can relate to that with the nurses and, and PAs and, and all of the incredible staff that help us. And I would just encourage you, whether it's, it's being a physician or other businesses, invest into people. So passion and profit, risk, investing into the people. Uh, I'd say my, my fourth lesson um, that um, has been fun has really been um, in community, in developing community. I just finished, I'm recording this in late September 2021. This is probably coming out in December or January, this particular podcast, is uh, I held a mastermind here um, down the hall from my office. And there are about 12 of us that uh, were land investors, that were sharing our, our, our joys and our pains and coming up with solutions um, on hot seats for people to try and push them through um, their issues and strategizing and um, such an amazing group of folks that um, I know I could be completely vulnerable with and talk with and get solutions from. Um, and, and hopefully folks gain something from me too. And it was just, just a wonderful way to, to have community. So I think whether in your case, what's other physicians, or if you're doing <coughs> stuff on the side, like I am putting time into those relationships to have people to lean on, to help you with finding solutions to, um, problems is huge. The last business lesson that I would pass on is um, really, I think, the joy of having multiple streams of, of income. The fact that, that I am not dependent on any one thing. Now, you know, if my financial planning business went south, I got the land business. If the land business went south, I have the financial planning business. I got that city building kit thing we were talking about earlier, got the books and um, this podcast, which generates revenue from time to time. So all of these things really um, give me security and confidence. I remember before when I made that acquisition in 2008 and the financial crisis happened, I mean, I was, I was down. 
it, it was a really, really hard time in my life. And I know with medicine, you know, there's a lot um, to be considered with what's going to happen with Medicare reimbursements, what's going to happen in terms of the productivity that's being forced on you in order to have to see XYZ number of patients and you're not able to spend time with people that the way that you want to. Well, if you have the confidence that you have all these multiple streams of income coming in, it really takes the pressure off any one business. Now, this isn't for everybody, but if, if you can figure out the time to do it, if you find that, that cross of the, the passion and the profits um, into, into various side hustles, whether it's single family homes or multifamily or storage centers or land or surgery centers or uh, a new product like Edna Ma did or a service, um, you know, all those different kinds of things that can be so powerful to provide you with multiple streams of income, being on boards, uh, tax liens that I'm going to be talking about, um, having a podcast or a blog, all these things have different levels of time and effort and energy and passion and, and profit. Um, but you know, if you can, if you can do it, if you can find the time, the grind to figure that out, then I think everybody is much better off for that, unless you already have financial independence. If you have financial independence already, well, I guess none of this matters anyhow. So um, those are my thoughts, my top five business lessons as I reflect on where I am today. I would be curious to hear from you on what are your top five business lessons? What are some things you've learned along the way that um, you never learned in medical school that you would pass on to other folks? Feel free to email me, Dave, D-A-V-E, at David, D-A-V-I-D, Deniston, D-E-N-N-I-S-T-O-N.com. Dave at DavidDeniston.com with your thoughts and um, what your top five business lessons are. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, this is Dave Deniston. Remember, my friends, remember to slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Thank you, my friends, so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now, I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30-minute strategy sessions. And if you want to arrange a time to meet with me to discuss your situation and see if we might be a good fit for one another, I'd like you to call our office and speak with Kyla. Our phone number is 612-284-2409. Again, that's 612-284-2409. And I look forward to helping you with your financial situation. And now for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. 
Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies, LLC, Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov by searching for our firm name or its unique CRD number, which is 316-454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we're not appropriately registered or excluded. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss. If by some chance in this particular podcast I mentioned insurance products, insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. They may be subject to restrictions, limitations, and early withdrawal fees, which vary by issue. You should always consider the charges, risks, expenses, and investment objective of any insurance products before entering a contract. And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.daviddeniston.com. Thank you so much, and have a good one. Bye-bye.